0: All right, back with another week of sports gone and big games coming up this weekend in every sport. Baseball, got hockey starting on what, No, Tuesday, I believe.
1: Banner goes up in Tampa Bay and we see what the Kraken are made of.
0: Yeah, I don't even want to watch the Sabres. We'll we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but big NFL week again. Great games this this week, especially night games. This Thursday game looks good. Sunday night obviously looks good. And I believe the Monday night's even pretty good. Monday night's all right. So we got big uh, big week for a lot of sports, college football, obviously still MLB playoffs. We'll get right into that, though. Obviously, I'm wearing the hat. Got, got the Red Sox hat going. Big game. Yeah, great,
1: today. great to see the Red Sox advance. Uh, I know I would be sick and tired of – Seeing a team get their 28th ring, that's no fun at all. So great to see them eliminated and they have their own problems to deal with. And that's great for the rest of the league and people like me. So we will see what happens with Tampa Bay and Boston. Uh, Nice little AOE showdown. Me, myself, I would actually have to say, let's go Tampa Bay just because I like to see new teams win. But uh, worse things have happened if the Red Sox do advance. So that's how I see it. And it will be a fun one to watch for sure.
0: Yeah, obviously, I mean, I've grown up Red Sox fan. I have cousins in Boston, so just naturally grew up a Red Sox fan. I mean, that game, you know, yesterday was I mean, they just from start to finish, just controlled that game. Garrett Cole got out of there early. Ivaldi looked good. The bullpen came in, did its job. Um, Schwarber had a shot off of that was an absolute just tomahawk at that home that home run off of Cole. I believe it was called yes and. It was like a ninety-seven mile power fastball up in the zone. He just time yeah. it. and
1: that went flying.
0: But it was started off to great too with the Bogarts home run. And just yeah, it's great game overall. But yeah, now they got Tampa. Tampa's good. They're young. They, they obviously they made last year. They made a little little run. Um, but I mean, I went to a game this year. They they they're, they're an exciting team, but. Still got to figure out who the wild card on the other side is, though.
1: Very true. Uh, St. Louis and the Dodgers.
0: Yeah. Are you, who, who are you taking on that? I mean, that this is obviously... It's probably favored heavily Dodgers.
1: I would um, say... Uh, I hope St. Louis pulls the upset because I would laugh at the Dodgers not uh, getting in the second round or the DS round with 106 wins or whatever it is because uh, I don't really care for them either. I think they're honestly just the Yankees of the West, Um, though I do think they will win given their regular season performance. And yes, the Cardinals are the hottest team in baseball, but I think when it comes down to it, you got to look at the overall uh, encompassing of the full regular season, what went on before, uh, and especially in the first half. And I think that's where it'll help the Dodgers cause. And so that will make it an all California um, NLDS.
0: Yeah, um, I think I, I have the Cardinals winning it all like a week or two ago i think it was two weeks ago we talked about it i had them winning it all just because obviously they they are hot it might have been last week we talked about it but i mean they're hot they won what eight 17 18 in a row 19 of 20 i believe 19 of 20 i, I didn't see if it got knocked i haven't, I haven't been paying too much attention to the cardinals at least um but i would i would also love the Cardinals to win that. I'm not a big fan of either team. Don't really love either team. Um, although it would be cool to see that little San Fran, L.A., who really is the best out of them go at it in mm-hmm. the series. Um, but I, I got about four, four teams that I really just don't want to win it. Obviously, the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Don't want them. Um, Tampa just because they're in the Red Sox. Division Everything like that, all that. Um Houston, just because I I mean I you can probably agree on that one.
1: I could agree for sure.
0: Yeah, that one's just it's just Houston. And then for some reason, I just not a big Brewers fan. Not a big Brewers. Actually,
1: wouldn't mind seeing the Brewers win because it would be their first in franchise history. Um what's and so my my teams that I do want it's really only three, so it wasn't the greatest postseason for me, but at least I got some skin in the game, and that's Tampa Bay, Atlanta or, or Milwaukee, and I guess the uh, the blessing and the curse is that it's guaranteed that one of Atlanta Milwaukee will get eliminated, but with that being said, it's guaranteed that one advances to the CS. So that would be that require quite the upset because if it's Giants-Dodgers, uh, that winner will be a favorite for sure. Cardinals and the Giants would be very interesting to see if Cardinals pull some more Magic versus San Fran to play one of those teams, but um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm going to stick with my Rays and Giants as I have been. Uh, throughout throughout the filming of these episodes, um, I think it's still still got a good chance. And now that we know the Razor playing the Red Sox, uh, it sets it up to be a great series. Um, so I'm going to ride with that and we'll see what happens.
0: I think I don't know if I want to ride the Cardinals. I mean, I I, I I would love to see that. That would be a great story. It'd be like that huge win streak and for them to go on with it all. That'd be just a great story in general. Um. I'm gonna change my pick on the in the in the AL. I'm gonna go Red Sox. I gotta ride them. They're my team. I, I gotta have them there. Um and they do have a lot of experience on that team in the playoffs. They got Schwarber, they got Bogarts. um, they got Chris I don't know, Sale. I can't remember if Sale's coming back. Is he did he hurt again? I thought he got hurt again, but I might have been mistaken on that. Um but I mean they got they got some. Guys that have been in big games in that team, and Alex Cora really got that crew together, um, again. And I mean, maybe they'll be make another run like they did a couple years ago. Where I mean, two years. I mean, a couple years ago was it three years ago? COVID, COVID's messed up my whole entire mind on what the sports world's been.
1: Yeah, versus the Dodgers, that was, I believe, uh, twenty eighteen.
0: I believe it was 2018. It's, uh, I believe it is that. Um, I didn't expect them to make a run that year either. I, nobody really did that year, I think, either that much until they kind of got to the playoffs. Um, and I still think in that year, they did, people didn't expect them to make a run, and i hoping they can do it again. Um,
1: yeah, that was the magical Steve Pierce year. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that game also, the other thing about that game yesterday, it was loud in that stadium.
1: Oh yeah, that Bogart's home run, that was like a, a party scene in the bleachers. Uh, and uh plug and bruise and, and just having a good old time that really electrified the crowd.
0: Yeah, I mean it probably also was the fact that it was against the Yankees. It's that it's that rivalry. Um right. did you see that announcer, the Yankees announcer, the clip of him he called that the off the wall judge off the wall double or no single. Huh?
1: Was it Stan or Judge?
0: Stan, sorry. Stan's first off the wall that was, ended up being a single. Right. The announcer called it on broadcast. He was like, it's gone, it's gone. And then like about, a, I think probably like 10 seconds later, he was like, oh, what did, what did I do wrong? What did I see wrong? Oh, did, did you see that at all?
1: I, uh, I saw the preview of it. I, I didn't I didn't uh, watch it, but I could predict what, what he thought was going to happen uh, and was severely disappointed. What is crazy about that is if you would have to think if this is in any other park, do we see a different scoreline and one favoring the Yankees? Um, I I can't tell you who was on base at the time, so how many runs it would have knocked in, but uh, it certainly would have been closer than six uh, to two.
0: Yeah, that's how it is with a lot of home runs there. Even the the late home run by, uh, I think it was Rizzo, that was to right field. And that whole right field with the pesky pole, people are saying, would that be fair in other stadiums? Would it even be gone? Because that is a short right field um, by the pole. And then obviously you have the big wall and left where a lot of those flyouts that hit the wall. Like, I'm a big believer in the second one that uh, Stanton hit off the wall. That one would have been gone in any other stadium, any other one. Um, but that's the other thing that makes that ballpark unique. That's the one thing that's like, all right, you you're good, but all right, that's a guaranteed hit off the wall. It does higher your average if maybe fly outs are off the wall instead. Um, but it brings the power numbers down for a righty if you're a pole hitter, obviously, because you got to get it over the wall. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there were a couple a couple hits yesterday where the announcers were talking, like, if this was another stadium, this would be a completely different game, like these – these doubles, these singles, these home runs would not be double singles, home runs. Um, so that is that is an interesting thing to think about. What if Boston didn't get home field advantage there? What if it was in New York? Um,
1: yeah, is that score reversed? But the great thing is uh, we will never know, and the Red Sox are moving on to Florida.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're sticking with your pick. I'm going to go Red Sox, and do I st- I'm going to stick with the Cardinals. I'm going to stick with them. Okay, so that's a rematch
1: of 2013, if I'm not mistaken.
0: I believe was that the year that oh, who was it? David Freeze went nuts.
1: Um, well, I know the I know the Red Sox won. It was the year that there was a controversial call with Alan Craig being tripped up by Will Middlebrooks at third, and then he was called safe. Um, but the but the Red Sox ended up winning. I remember it was Koji Uehara, I believe closing it out, and that was the first win for the Red Sox since uh, the early 1900s or whatever it was uh, at Fenway, of course, they won. It, it beat that same Cardinals franchise in Missouri, you uh, know, four to snap the drought, and then this one, same matchup, first time in Massachusetts.
0: 2013, now that I'm looking at it, was the year Red Sox beat the Tigers in the ALCS, and then they beat – the. World Series. It was the Cardinals, yes. That was that that was that year. Um one of Big Poppy's last, or if not his last. Close to of... it.
1: I very, very nearly close to it. that. Was the year that we saw in the in the CS, I believe it was the CS, uh, the cop going nuts after the Poppy Grand Slam to tie it with, I think that's Tory Hunter flipping over the the wall, uh up from Detroit. I remember that.
0: Yeah, what now I'm, now I'm trying to figure out what year was the David Freeze. Ah, there, what, 2011. It was yeah, that was
1: versus year. Texas. They were literally down to their last strike. Uh, that was crazy. And the hometown kid of St. Louis, Freeze goes wild with that. I was actually rooting for Texas, but I you never hate to see a hometown kid help, help out his team uh, in, in Freeze for sure.
0: Yeah, I think I I think I also was rooting for Texas, but I mean it was something to watch that year. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's ten years ago now. I mean, that's crazy yeah, to think crazy about
1: how the time flies.
0: Um, all right. So there's the two predictions for the MLB. We'll see how that plays out. Obviously, we got the, the Dodgers Cardinals game tonight in, in about three and a half hours. So Just Yeah, we'll see how that turns out. Go Cardinals for me. I think go, go cardinals. for sure yeah go cardinals from both of us let's get into some nfl week four um big news week surprisingly unexpected things that happened um the first one we'll start off with is the whole urban meyer thing we talked about it coming into the year I, i talked about how he had a lot of issues there they already were talking about him And now after this whole video that came out about him at the bar with the girl, that's kind of a cringy, weird video. That is just one of those videos that like you watch or like, like, I did not need to see that. Um, And they lost to the Bengals, obviously in a very close game this past week, a lot of pressure, their own four people are saying, Oh, is he going to make it through this year? You don't really see this talk that much. From first year, had coaches about getting rid of him this early. Um, what's your impression on Urban Meyer? That whole situation.
1: It it almost seems like it's a motion picture, cinematic classic that's unfolding, with the coach getting distracted and the team up in arms, and with the owner uh, having to make these public statements to calm everybody down. And but but I, what I would say is that I don't think this is going to work out in the favor that you might see at the theaters. Uh, I think this is just gonna keep on going downhill, at least team record wise, maybe Erb Meyer will, will get back in, into uh, a better routine to have, but but I just, I'm not gonna be a believer in, in seeing the Jags succeed much, which I, and that's tough to say for some of the players that you could get behind that have been there a while or that aren't hateable players. Uh, what I found, what I found just very concerning was that Meyer didn't fly back with the team uh, from Cincinnati because I wasn't aware that that video I believe was uh, after the game. Um, he chose to let it, like just to stay behind and visit f- rel- or family or friends whatever from the Buckeyes days. Uh, but yeah, what what a distraction! I mean, I I can't imagine if if our hometown guy Sean McDermott was doing that, that would just cause the, you know, quite the uproar. Um, I mean, what would be crazy about that here is that that'd be adding on to the Beasley uh, drama. Seems to unfold week by week. So, but what what a disappointment for for Jacksonville. Glad that that's not my franchise. Surely.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely tough when you over the the like fit, not the face of the franchise, but like the, the guy who creates the culture mostly. There, like obviously, the head coach is always the one making the culture. They're the ones that are supposed to kind of be like the dad of the team, and for him to be going out and obviously that video and just them not performing and a lot of people talk out of camp talking about, Oh, this isn't going to work because he's bringing too much college here. I mean, if I'm Jacksonville, I would wait the year. Cause you just, you have a rookie quarterback. He's already going through all this. So I just, I would keep him for the year and see if it gets, if it doesn't have considerable differences, in that team, or they just don't look like they have fight at all. Then yeah, you got to move on. But uh, definitely weird to be talking about four weeks into the year. I mean four four. He's coached four games in his, in his NFL career, Urban Meyer, and we're already talking. There's too much turmoil in Jacksonville. There's all this and that, and I mean definitely don't want you don't. It isn't what you want with your first year head coach. Um, Absolutely not.
1: Uh, that is that's for sure that's uh it seems like something Rex Ryan may have done back in the day uh but here we are seeing it with Meyer so uh college success does not translate to NFL success always and that's what we're seeing here uh, for sure
0: yeah uh next thing is it was initially that Stefan Gilmore had gotten released then a couple hours ago today i believe i believe it was a couple hours ago reports come out that he just got traded to carolina for a sixth before the release was official um i mean we were going to talk about potential landing spots for him see where he would fit where you think he might go but now he's going to carolina i mean that's a great move by carolina if you look if you ask me um and I mean, now you get an all-pro corner that's coming from a great system, a winning system, who's won there in New England. Um, does this what, – what what's your take from both sides, the Patriots' side and the Panthers' side?
1: Uh, Pats-wise, it seems like uh, it was just his time. He's been there uh, quite quite a while. And, I mean, maybe it's a maybe it's a move to get younger in the secondary – um, or, or just was, wasn't meshing or, or was clashing with the coordinator or the, or, uh, the teammates there. But uh, it didn't seem like it was a locker room issue, just kind of time to move on. And uh, from the Carolina perspective, uh, yeah, you you might want to maybe there are a team that is on the slightly younger side that wants to grab a presence to to help round up the troops uh, in the secondary and, and give a veteran presence there. Um, it's kind of neat uh, because I know he was a South Carolina Gamecock, so he goes to Probably the closest uh, team to where he played college ball at, so that'll be pretty neat to see. Uh, I, I I couldn't let the uh, the burnt toast joke slide though, uh, when when John Brown smoked them uh, versus the Pats, those Pats a couple of years ago, and I mean just fun, just crazy. That's one of those players where you're you're a huge fan. I remember I actually got a picture with him at the old Bagel Establishment, Manhattan Bagel, uh, in Orchard Park, and then he signs with the Pats, and then you just lose all fandom for him. And now it's it's you're kind of at that point where it's not like, well, now I can let's go be a big fan of Gilmore, like fire me up. It's just kind of a neutral thing to see for me now. But uh will be very interesting to see how it plays out for for him and the Panthers in the NFC South.
0: Yeah, that, that can make Carolina. I mean, it's look, I'm not fully counting out Carolina. They are to me like there's there's teams that are winning that are shouldn't be like yeah, if you would like I'd say Denver. Denver is not a good team at all to me. They should be top bottom ten team in the league. Um where Carolina, they are young. They obviously McCaffrey's hurt right now, but he should be coming back. I heard it could be this week. I don't expect it to be this week. Um, so he'll be back soon. You add a, a, a now Gilmore, they already are young, like you said. Um, maybe they're a team. To be record with. I mean, and who knows? Sam Darnold could end up turning into a quarter—not maybe not a superstar, but kind of like a Joe Flacco lead can lead a team to the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, they're like I said, they got they got weapons there too. I mean, Matt Rule looks like he knows what he's doing. So the interesting move. I uh, I am glad though he's out of the AFC not even just the AFC East, the whole AFC. Um, so that is an interesting move to me by Carolina. Great move. Um, I like Carolina. I like their. I mean, I will say their team's looking pretty good for the future to me. So we'll see how that goes. Um, next guy though, did get cut, did not get traded. Uh, Jalen Smith, another surprising cut from the Cowboys. Um where, what are your thoughts on him getting caught and just potent, maybe potential spots, potential fits, um, and just overall reaction to this move by the Cowboys?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a little surprising to me, but then when I heard the reason, it's it's like there's just not enough room, uh, room on the wagon because of Micah Parsons' emergence. Uh, that was the main reason that I heard. Um, I know he, I believe Smith has also had some injury issues, so they, he wasn't, they didn't want to keep him on if he wasn't going to be guaranteed to be healthy. Um, so interesting to see. I remember the hype is huge coming out of Notre Dame uh, when the Cowboys got him. I remember, or I think I remember seeing his draft video. Uh, just, I mean, and, and it's, it's corny to say because everybody gets excited, but you could just feel that there was going to possibly be something special about this kid. But here we are now, and it's just a tough road to see for him. But as for potential fits, you would have to give that one some thought for who needs a a linebacker. Um, I I didn't do my homework before, but, (laughs) I I mean, what would you say And to build off of that, if you have any in mind?
0: Um, I mean, off the top of my head, I was thinking, I mean, obviously the the Raiders have made substantial linebacker growth there over last year, having one of the – probably by far the worst linebacker group in the NFL – to now being middle of the pack, maybe they're a fit because they're obviously a good team. Could use a guy like him because he, I mean, like you said, he had a lot of hype coming out of Notre Dame on top of his first year with Van Der Ash. They looked amazing that first year. Um, so I mean, he I think he's still gonna have some good football. Obviously, there's another team, our team, the Bills. You could talk about maybe they'll just add on another linebacker. Um Edmonds been up and down. He had a great game this week, phenomenal game this week. Um, but then you got Klein, Milano, who's has battled injuries in the past. Maybe they bring in Jalen Smith. Um, maybe Tampa. You know, you always know Tampa, Kansas City, those type of teams are always going to be looking at those guys. Um, Seattle's always an option, too. Seattle always needs more defense. Always. I don't know how. Ever since the Legion of Boom left, they've always just needed more. So, off the top of my head, those are some teams that I can think of that could be potentially into Jalen Smith. Um, but it was just surprising to hear that he got cut because I mean, I get they got Parsons and, but I mean, he has shown signs that he could be a good, very good linebacker in this league. Maybe not a superstar, but looks like he could be a very good linebacker to me um, if he could stay healthy because he has had injury problems. Right. Um, so those those are like big three individual people of the past week that have been really talked about. Obviously, Cole Beasley. We're probably we're probably not going to get much into the whole Beasley thing. Uh, we'll leave that. My th- I put my thoughts out there on Twitter. I think you did as well. That we don't need to really talk too much about that at all.
1: That's um, just I I I can't stand it uh, myself, and I'm sure a lot of people would agree with that but then of course you have the, the people that would disagree but it just seems like how how do you not grasp that it's bees and, and not boo I don't know and I know some of it is boo, are booze. and I'm not going to blame those people because he's been quite the distraction um, so that, that's what I'll offer I'm not going to get into a philosophical discussion about it but uh, tough to see when you're trying to have the ultimate goal of working as a cohesive machine for that ultimate goal
0: yeah. I'm just surprised. My first reaction was just what I am really surprised McDermott and Bean aren't telling him to just shut up, like just stop for the year. Like it's week five already or yeah, week five. We're going into week five and he's still talking about it. That's my more thing is like, okay, you said before the season that you were not going to talk about this at all that during the season. And he has multiple times already. That's so That's my thing. It's like just stop talking about it, dude. Everybody knows your thoughts. Everybody knows your opinion. And it is mostly bees, like you said, not booze. Um, but I mean, guess he just had to get that off his chest, I guess. Um but, I mean, he's still I'll still root for him. He's still a Bill's player. Um, I'll always I mean he's he he still puts he, every week he goes out there and does what he needs to do. So
1: yeah, no, I mean, he plays for my team, so his success translates to my team's success, sure. It's kind of like DeMarcus Cousins and the Clippers. I really cannot stand DeMarcus Cousins, but if his success, which we don't see much of, hint, hint, uh, were to translate to the Clippers' success, then okay. So that's the way I see it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, hopefully it won't. I mean, it doesn't seem to be affecting the locker room, so I guess he he can keep going if he wants, but... As long as it doesn't affect the locker room. Um, all right, let's get into some week four games now. Uh, just go over a few of them, just kind of the, the big ones that people would be talking about. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is the Jets and Titans. The The Jets won. I, I can't believe they won. Um, num, I mean, especially against the Titans out of all teams. Um, the Titans look to be back in form. Now they fall again. Is it more, to you, is this game more credit to the Jets or the Titans really just didn't bring it?
1: Um, That's a really good question because we saw in week one that the Titans, I mean, they, they had a better performance versus the Jets, but another example of, like, just coming out so flat and not competing until, I mean, at least they got this game to overtime for their sake. But uh, you know what? You don't often get to say it, so I'll guess – credit to the jets uh a nice win i don't think you're going to see many more of them but uh you do have to give some credit because you have to figure the titans will be a playoff team um i think i have them winning that division on account of it's a pretty weak division uh but credit to the jets in new jersey and what a week for new jersey football overall uh when it's all said and done probably both wins against what i would consider uh, football teams um so absolutely get get some credit to the tri-state area
0: yeah Yeah, both. I mean, yeah, the Jets. I'm gonna give it to the Jets as well. Um, But I think it says more about the Titans. Again, it's another week where they're coming from behind and trying to win, and you can't do that consistently in the NFL. When it comes to playoff time, you're not gonna be able to do that. Once teams get up on you in the playoffs by more than two scores, it's tough to come back. You can't do that. Keep doing that, and they've done it. I think every single week, if I'm not mistaken, this year. They've come back in like the fourth quarter. Um, And obviously they've lost the first two or the first one and this one. Um, So I think it says more about the Titans, but credit to the Jets. They played good well enough to win. Um, I mean, maybe not if you say that the kick that should have been a game tying. So maybe they were good enough to tie at least. So credit to the Jets for being good enough to put themselves in a position to not lose. I'll say that. Um, So, yeah, credit to the Jets. Uh, The other game that you started talking about was the I have up next was the Giants beating the Saints. Another big game people did not expect. Another overtime game as well. Um, Again, is this more another team? The Saints, they've been shaky up and down this year so far. So to you, does it say more about the Saints or does it say more about the Giants?
1: That's a tough call, and I hate to be the the neutral party here, but I want to make a comment on both. I'd say for the Giants, they found a way to take advantage of a team that can't seem to be consistent, um, as we've seen now with the Saints losses to Carolina and now the Giants. And as for the Saints, it shows that uh, don't necessarily lock them into a playoff position. Yes, they're a playoff caliber football team, but that might be an example of a team that – that when it's all said and done, finishes eighth and misses out. Um, I, you know what I really could see is them in Carolina battling for that last playoff spot. And as of now, Panthers have a tiebreaker. So that's what I'd offer on both of those examples. Um, maybe it's, maybe it's a new quarterback in, in Louisiana, making it an issue for the saints or not um, who knows what the real issue is, but very interesting to see. In and how can you not love the, the passion out of Jabril Peppers in the coin toss uh, pretty cool to see. That one young years might want to plug him, but hey, good to see for the passion.
0: Yeah, I think I think you nailed it right there. I mean, everything with the Giants, also. I mean, Saquon, he's back. Let's just say it. He's back. All right, people can stop the first two weeks. Everybody was going nuts about it. It's he, he's coming back from pretty serious injuries. People can stop with that now. He's he's back. He's stay, He's still Saquon. Um, but I do think it says way more about the Saints. The Saints. What is going on? They they look like they don't even have an identity over there. They don't know who's the leader of this team because it's Kamara's not stepping up even really that much. Um, so who, somebody's got to step up, be the leader. And Sean, Sean Payton, uh, I mean, he's obviously still a great, great coach. Um, but, yeah, they got to figure it out over there in New Orleans or else I could see them very easily missing the playoffs. Right now... I would pick Carolina over them um, overall, just team wise. I think they're better. They have more of an identity now. They got Gilmore, so yeah. I mean that Saints. It looks like it could be downhill for them. And again, they're hitting. They still have like no cap space. I think they because the cap hits last year, they they had like a negative 100 million last year that they could spend because they had to cut all these guys going into this year. So. Yeah, a lot of question marks over there in New Orleans. Maybe it's a rebuild time. If Jameis doesn't work out or Taysom Hill doesn't work out, maybe. Um, but we'll see. So, Yeah, that was another great game. Um, a big game for in our minds that we're going to talk about next is the Bills just whooping the Texans um, in the rain. And I th- I think now people can stop saying Josh Allen can't play in front of crowds. He is regressing. People can stop saying that because in this, in that weather, which was not good weather at all, you could see early on that the first throw with the interception and the second throw again, the next drive was way overthrown. You can see it just took him a second to kind of get used to it. Um, But he, I'm pretty sure he had 70% completion percentage, 72 around there. Um, Over 200 yards, didn't obviously, besides the one, the first play of the game, didn't turn the ball over. It it was just another great showing by the team overall. So, that that my take on is just I mean, obviously, Houston, it's Houston. We did what we're supposed to do. They are that was bad also on their part. So, I'll say that about Houston. That was just every aspect of that game looked horrible by them. So, uh, that's my take on it. The Bills whooped them, great showing. Um, sets up a great matchup this Sunday. So what are your thoughts, though, on the game overall?
1: Uh, I think aside from that first pass, as mentioned, uh, we really kicked it into high gear after that. And I could certainly attest to the weather being unpleasant from the top deck. Uh, I came back looking like I was sitting in the middle of Lake Erie for quite some time. Uh, Drip, drip, drip. But what what a game. Uh, I really, really actually... I think what isn't being talked about enough is the running back play. So, yeah, of course, you would expect it in that type of a weather game, but what a nice split from each back. I really liked what I saw out of Moss, and I really liked what I saw out of Singletary. I don't believe there are any fumble issues with Moss either. I could be wrong on that, but I know that was a concern last year, so he seems to have really improved on that this year, and I I don't want to let that um, escape. So a lot of credit there in the secondary too is that four picks – uh, what a what a performance there from everybody in the backfield. And, yeah, let's go into Missouri and, and shut some Chiefs' hands up because I think this game, as I'm, I would mention later, is going to determine where the AFC runs through. Um, a win, pr- I would have to think, solidifies it and a loss uh, makes it a little bit closer. Uh, it would be two losses apiece, but uh, bring on Sunday night because I am ready.
0: Yeah, yeah, the running backs. I mean, I – Literally, so in my fantasy league, um, Joe Mixon is hurt this week for me, he's my RB2. Um, I actually traded because I didn't like my RB2 at the time, traded up for not traded, not traded up, but traded for Zach Moss because I never thought I'd say it, but maybe Zach Moss is a fantasy run, a very good fantasy running back because he gets all those goal line carries, he gets a lot of touchdowns. And he looks to be emerging right now. Um, obviously, we know how McDermott is. He, they, they they, switch it randomly. Like, randomly, all of a sudden, Singletary is playing a lot. Now, all of a sudden, Moss is. Um, but the last three weeks, Zach Moss has looked phenomenal. And like you said, he hasn't turned the ball over. The only guy who turned, almost turned the ball over, I believe, was Singletary. I believe we recovered it. Um, but And then we didn't see him, really, for the rest of the game. So... Yeah, well, just a great overall win there. Um, Not much really else to be said about that game. So we'll get into um another big game for a division, Uh, Seattle and San Fran. I know we, but I think we split this, um, our decision on this last week when we were picking the games. I think I, I picked Seattle, I believe. Did you pick the 49ers? Or was that Tyson?
1: Um, I believe that was actually Tyson. I I do believe that I uh, I ended up taking Seattle here, um, but yeah, one score game. Usually, what you get out of those matchups between those two franchises. Um, Trey Lance didn't look horrible coming in. Uh, he he nearly led them to the to the to a, t- a comeback. Uh, of course, the onside kick was ruined when it was recovered by Seattle. Um, but I, I would I'm looking forward to seeing more out of Lance. And, uh, and what they can do there in Santa Clara. So, yeah, an entertaining game, though, uh, 28-21. Um, not a snoozer by any means.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was one of those games where I think I said coming in, Seattle really might be falling apart because, obviously, they had not looked good this year so far, in my opinion, like really like a contender. Um, still not sold. But I mean, that was a good, good win against San Fran, who – is another team that I believe could be making the playoffs. I could see them missing, um, but they have enough talent to make the playoffs. Um, So yeah, good win by Seattle. Uh, The next game um, that I want to talk about, but I want to talk about the losing team of this game. Uh, Where is it? Okay. So in Green Bay, Green Bay and Pittsburgh played Pittsburgh lost again. Um, what is your take on just Pittsburgh in general right now?
1: I mean, what a what a sense of false hope to give your fans after week one. Um, it, it kind of makes me as a fan of the Bills angry and angry to see that that wow we lost to this team, but you can't go back into the past. But what a fraudulent franchise uh, after week one. I mean, I think you mentioned it earlier. Is it time to say uh, to Bennett it might be uh, that that time where you got to hang the cleats up? Um, or at least transition into a different role, because uh, it just does not seem to be working out whatsoever. Um, and I know that was a, a funny exchange between Tomlin and Rogers with the smirks, but deep down, I think Tomlin is a little bit worried about what's uh, what's to come for Pittsburgh because they're just not going in the right direction whatsoever.
0: Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh is in a weird spot right now. Because who are you gonna who are you gonna start? You're not gonna start Mason Rudolph. That's not like that much as much of an upgrade over Big Ben right now. I mean, is it? We don't really know. Yeah,
1: it would have to be Haskins, who we've seen what his issues are. keep forgetting
0: um, about Haskins over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. Um, quite the controversy at the quarterback position then.
0: Yeah, and Rodgers could be there. Who knows? We'll see what happens next year. But Pittsburgh, tough, tough, tough tough one so we'll see how they do this week too against denver it's another test they got it they got to win that one um but yeah pittsburgh's in a weird spot maybe it's maybe it's done there in pittsburgh maybe pittsburgh's gotta start looking elsewhere um big ben looks old obviously he is we're playing through some injuries i believe um so yeah, we'll see what happens in Pittsburgh. I don't expect them to make playoffs. Um, I don't know if you do, but I, I really don't anymore. Maybe coming in the year I did, but not anymore. Not anymore.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that statement. And, I mean, especially after week one, you're going to go out and beat the AFC runner-up. Uh, but then this is what's what this is what you'll give us uh, after that. Thanks.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to the big game of the week. Of course, everybody's talking about this game. Everybody – Brady's going back to New England. Um, as Bills fans, we have a weird perspective of this. Um, a little bit. Obviously, New England fans have a weirder expect- perspective because it's, it's the guy who brought them six Super Bowls. I mean, or five Super Bowls, actually. Six when it was in Tampa. Um, like, what do you root for Brady? I mean, do you not? For us, it was kind of, for me at least, this is the way I looked at it. Brady as much as I hate the guy as much as I just can't stand him he's not New England anymore. he's doing somewhere else. New England's in our division still. they're the team that has beat us all these years um so I still was like I, I was actually rooting for Tom Brady for some odd reason um but it was a great game phenomenal game um Mac Jones on the other side played well. In my opinion, obviously he didn't really throw the ball downfield too much, um, but New England almost did it. Almost did a questionable call at the end, maybe questionable call. I don't know about that one, but uh, Brady gets out of there with his revenge. Kind of a weird. I don't know if you saw it at the end. Kind of a weird, like
1: second, saying goodbye.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just it, to me. It didn't look, and obviously in the post game interview, Al, Belichick seemed very mad um at that press conference. So um yeah just a weird vibe after the game with all the Brady and Belichick situation that like two second oh good game leave. Um so yeah that's that's what I gotta say about that game. What do you what do you what are your thoughts, just on after that game?
1: Yeah no I uh, I think as a Bills fan it, it would be inexcusable to root for a division opponent just despite a player that used to haunt us. Uh, so I I think that it's got to be Bucks all the way, and so great to see the the doink uh, off the off the crossbar for Nick Falk to secure that Tampa Bay win, and yeah I know I did see a report that Brady and Belichick did speak with each other at at a fuller length I believe it was before the game so maybe maybe that's why they didn't but for the cameras definitely looked definitely looked uh, not what you would expect for two men that have had quite the relationship. Um, going back two years and prior. But uh great result to see for fans like us and uh the Bucks move on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um oh, that was just a great game. I I part of me did was like, all right, maybe I do like it'd, it'd be cool to see Mike Jones like beat Brady. Like that'd be a little cool, but no, nah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. Um all right, the last game though of this week that we'll talk about is the one that was last of the week. Um, the Chargers, who were two and one going in, and they were playing the three and all Raiders. It almost wasn't really even a home game from watching. Like as much as it was, it wasn't like it was back and forth. Like you could hear both fans. Um, but the Chargers looked very good. Herbert looked again amazing. Um, Eckler almost led me back in fantasy. Almost. Uh, him and Waller almost did it. They were like 10 points off. Or like 15, 10 to 15 points off. But I was down like 70. So they almost did it. But, um, yeah, so another great game by the Chargers. So what are your thoughts just on Herbert? And then, obviously, the other side. You got Derek Carr. Is he going to start going down? Is... Is it just a one-game thing? Um, so what are your thoughts there?
1: Um, I, I had the Chargers taking this. I, I kind of thought, don't pay attention to the records here. I think that both teams will come out of this now with one loss. And uh, and they proved me right. Um, Herbert, a, a great game, as well as Eckler, as you said. Um, two scores, I was thinking much closer. So uh, credit to the Chargers for that. Um, and what it was also neat is I believe that completed somebody's parlay for uh, it was the total... Uh, like 126k or something ridiculous like that i, I think there's a big parley that hit it's so always great to see for the common man uh, for that but i don't i'm not gonna sit here and call the raiders frauds um they're definitely more of a contender than the broncos are out of that division with the same record uh but it just goes to show that the chargers are are here to, to play and here to not to be messed with um and and i think both of those teams could make the playoffs i think it's actually the raiders are similar so- Similar to the Panthers, we we you don't want to define them just yet, and the record that they have now is is, is great to see. But uh, it's it'd be very tough to make an, an overall prediction at the end of the season and what they'll end up with. But uh, the AFC West uh, record wise, pretty good division. Those AFC and NFC West, great great talent there for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I expect that also to be a closer game. Um, although the Raiders, I will say. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They had a lot of injuries on that defense. Um, happened during the game. Um, and hopefully – I don't believe it's too long of injuries for the, either of them. Um, I could be wrong about – I think Mullins might be out for a little bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, you could see that they were hurting. They needed those corners there. Um, they The chart – I mean, obviously – Herbert is an amazing quarterback, but he took advantage of it. Um, so we'll see that division go though going forward. Um, let's get into the week five preview. Um, last week I had a rough week. I went nine and seven, which is my worst week yet by far. Um, overall, I'm thirty three and fifteen. So overall, I'm looking good. Uh last week though, not exactly the best for me. Um, although I think you did pretty good though, right?
1: Yeah, I was eleven and five, which actually matched the total from uh the prior week. And that puts me at I think uh the calculations have it as uh thirty and eighteen overall. So I've I've improved from week two to three, then I was at the same level uh for week four here. But yeah, eleven and five seems to be my record.
0: Yeah, I'm all over the place. I went like I think oh. I think I went 13-3, and then I think I went 11-5 also, and now it's 9-7. So, um, hopefully I can get this back this week. So, we'll hop right in. The Thursday night game, great game. Phenomenal game. I am going to love this game, not just only because I think it's a great game and I love watching the Rams because um, they're fun to watch. I also have a lot of people in fantasy going, so I'm going to be loving this game. Um, but it is the Rams going to Seattle – Is the 12th man going to be enough to get them past this high-powered offense?
1: Uh, Unfortunately for Washington State residents, I would have to say no. I have the Rams recovering from the loss to Arizona and going into Seattle and winning that game. Um, I think you you might be able to look at if the Titans are uh, able to go into Seattle and win, then I think the Rams certainly can. Um, And this will be a real test to show if the Rams get back into contender possession. And I think that they show that they will.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go with the Rams as well. I, I think it was just last week was just one of those games where the Cardinals, just, you know, they just beat them. I mean, it was a good game by the Cardinals. They played well. Um, so I, I, think the Rams get back to winning ways. I don't think it'll be as close as people think either. Like I, I think we'll be high scoring both ways, but I think it'll be a two score game. I think it could be more. Um, so I'm picking the Rams. I don't think that defense is going to slow down Matt Stafford at all. Um, but into the Sunday games, there is a weird 9:30 game. So make sure you get your fantasy, at least for this game. If you have anybody on this game, I don't know. Not probably not many people do. Um, but who knows? It's the jets going into Atlanta, but they're not going into Atlanta. Cause it's in London. So it's the London game. Technically, Falcons are home, but nobody's home. So who do you got for that one?
1: Here, um, teams that both got uh, – well, not the Falcons, but the prior week. Uh, teams that have semi-recently gotten some wins that might not have thought they would. Um, here I have Atlanta winning. And I think that that actually brings the Falcons, if I'm not mistaken, to a surprising uh, – Okay, so that that would bring them to 0-1, 0-2. Almost
0: won that game this past week. Almost, they blew okay, it.
1: Okay, right. So that'd they be, that blew
0: would it in the most Falcon of ways yes. to blow a game.
1: That would. So I, I do have the Falcons getting a 2-3. Um, but I think it'll be close uh, because it's two subpar teams. But hey, sometimes it makes for a good matchup. So give me Atlanta though for
0: sure. Yeah, I um I thought that Atlanta won that game last week until the next day. Literally like until the next day I was like, oh Atlanta won, right? Like I because I just saw at the game. I thought it was over. And my roommate was like, no, Atlanta lost. They blew it in the most Atlanta way possible. Um but I am taking Atlanta this week. Like I've said this my house here is an Atlanta Falcons household. We are fans of the Atlanta Falcons. Um so I think they get it again against a very bad Jets team who happened to just win with last week by some – Your luck. (laughs) Yeah, luck, magic, who knows. But, yeah, I got Atlanta. Um, We're going to 1 o'clock games now, though. Little, little better game to start it off. Detroit going into Minnesota. Detroit 0-4. Can they get a win in Minnesota, whose offense did not look good last week?
1: Um, I'm going to take the Vikings here. And I really feel bad for lion fans because they've come pretty close in multiple occasions, but just can't seem to get it done. And I think that story unfortunately continues uh, real stinker of a performance for Minnesota 14 seven versus Cleveland, but uh, they're able to beat Seattle. I think they shouldn't have an issue with uh, the lions at home as well. I think uh, Delvin cook will need to make some people believers again after that performance last week, but I think he will. And the purple Peel get back on track.
0: Yeah, I, I almost picked Detroit in this one just because I I mean I like Detroit. They've been they have been struggling a bit um over the past well, ever since they started playing football as a team. Um they've really struggled. So um but I'm going to pick Minnesota. I really just don't. I can't see Minnesota losing this one again. Like back-to-back weeks, they lose to a team they should beat. So I'm going to go Minnesota. Um, But I almost picked Detroit. So we'll see who wins that one. Um, the next game is New Orleans going into Washington. Two teams that are kind of, again, all over. Like, we don't know. Like, who are these teams? Are they good? Are they bad? Are they media? Like, who knows? So, the Saints, do they get off this, the losing streak after losing a game they shouldn't have um, against Washington?
1: I have this game marked down as a game that the Saints must have win if they want to be a playoff team you can't lose two in a row to two teams that are in my opinion not going to be postseason football teams and I have them taking care of business in Landover Maryland um I have the Saints winning this and getting back on track to most likely be that playoff team but as we said earlier fighting maybe the last week but uh I do have the Saints um finally beating an an NFC East opponent here
0: yeah the Saints I, I have them winning um but they have to. They haven't shown me, like you said, that they're a playoff team. Um, but I do think they're going to go in and beat Washington. Washington's also another weird team. Where I don't, I don't know if they're bad. Are they really that bad? They had that great defense. I mean, but who? I mean, it hasn't been the same this year. They have not been the same this year that they were last year. So, that I think will be a good game. But I got the Saints coming out of it. Um, the next game is New England is going to Houston to play the Texans, who we just absolutely dominated them, um, as we talked about. So who who do you got? Do you got Houston again? Do you got them losing again? Or do you have New England? After looking pretty good against Tampa, um, do you have them winning?
1: Well, I would love to say uh, that there's finally not – Problem in Houston, unfortunately, those will continue, and I just had New England winning. I I I can't see. I think that actually, what's funny is that Houston might be the Jacksonville of, of this year, winning your first game. Funny that it's against Jacksonville for them this year, and then the rest are L's. So possibly a one in sixteen year for Houston, um, and that will continue, unfortunately. With the Pats win in Texas.
0: Yeah, I got New England also. I, I that just Houston just looks so bad, unbelievably bad. Um, there's not really much else to say there It's really about it So yeah, I got New England um, The next game Miami is who's Looking horrible right now Is going into Tampa uh, Tampa, again, has not looked the same As last year They're still obviously very good They've looked good uh, But they haven't looked like that Dominating team um, Does Miami pull the upset Or do you got Tampa?
1: Um, I have this one as a sunshine state sun sunshine state massacre i couldn't even get it out because i'm so nervous of what the score is going to be uh for the folks in south florida because i think this could get to very similar to the bills texan score um i think the tampa will run all over these guys and it's not even going to be close
0: yeah I, I i agree with you there i'm going with tampa i miami looks like they got a lot more problems than just figuring out if two is the guy um Don't really know if it's what else they need really, really need to fix. Um, But they, yeah, I mean, for all the talk coming into the year of them competing with us for the division, they don't even look like they're the second best team in the division. I, right now, and coming into this year, I was telling people they were sleeping on New England. Um, Obviously, maybe not sleeping. Maybe I was wrong there. But I think they're better than Miami. Miami looks horrendous right now. Um, So I am going Tampa. Um, Next game, Green Bay is going into Cincinnati. Kind of a a weird game because I feel like we don't see these teams that much play each other. Um, But does Joe Burrow, can he do it back-to-back weeks in beating another high-profile quarterback? Maybe not elite because Trevor Lawrence isn't elite yet. Um, But can he beat him? Can he beat Aaron Rodgers?
1: Well, as much as I'd like to see it happen, uh, given that we do owe a lot of gratitude to Cincinnati back from 2017, I just don't see it happening yet. Uh, they they had to come back versus Jacksonville. So if you're going to compare that to a Green Bay, I, I, I just can't see it happening. Although I do think that this will, will require the Packers to maybe uh, go and get a game-winning football drive uh, at the end of the game. Um, but I would say Packers buy one score in Southern Ohio.
0: Yeah, if – I'm going Packers, but if Joe Mixon was playing, I might switch that. Um, obviously, he's a big – not really massive part of the offense, but he gets a decent amount of carries each game. He gets touches. He gets yards, everything like that. So, um, if Joe Mixon was playing, maybe I'll pick Cincy, but I'm going Green Bay. I think – I don't think it will be as close as you think, but I do think Green Bay takes it. Um. The next game is it's weird because of the team with the the better record. So it's three and one versus one and three, but the one and three team, I'm I'm pretty sure is favored to win this game. Um, Denver is going in to Pittsburgh. We just talked about kind of both those teams of Denver and Pittsburgh, both we don't think are playoff teams, Um, but who do you got going in this one?
1: Well, I finally do have the Steelers turning the ship around in the right direction. And and this is just going to speak to the the possible fraudulent behavior of Denver. Um, I I wouldn't have trusted that 3-0 start the second I saw it. And while I don't, I'm not going to say this is, it's a miracle and and rejoice in Pennsylvania. Um, I do think this will go the way the Steelers, kind of based on just player experience. Um, and, and not a whole lot much more. I just think that the Steelers will be able to get it done, and they'll get to two and three after this one's all said and done.
0: Um, this is our first split. So I'm going Denver. Um, I I really just think that that Denver pass rush is going to be way too much because that Pittsburgh deep offensive line looks horrible. Big Ben can't move um, if he plays, I believe, because I think he might not play. Um but I, he probably will. It's Big Ben. It's Big Ben. He probably will. Um, I just don't think they'll have enough Pittsburgh to beat Denver. And Teddy will rebound, I guess, but he won't, I don't think he'll play out of his mind, but I think, I think, I think Denver will get it done. They'll go into Pittsburgh and they will win. I will love that too, if that happens, um, but we'll see. So I'm going, I'm going to Denver though. Um, next game is philadelphia is going into carolina um talked a little about a little bit about carolina i haven't really talked too much about philly philly's another kind of weird team um or they we could see them in the playoffs solely because of their division that's essentially it um so who do you got in this one this might be kind of a must win for philly if you look at it um they need to win this if, especially if dallas wins this week too but who do you got in this one
1: uh, here I have, this is kind of the most interesting matchup just based on comparisons throughout the rosters. Um, but as for the winner, I, I was toying back and forth, uh, but I will go with the home team. And I believe in that's Carolina. Um, so I think that even with McCaffrey, it'd be, it was easy at a questionable level kind of right now Is uh, McCaffrey.
0: Um, McCaffrey right now, they said that today they were going to try football drills, I believe, with him. Um, They said he might play. I I really don't expect him to, um, just based off the injury, and I don't think they should force him back for a game like this. Um, But again, it's Philly, so Philly, he would probably run all over Philly. Um, So I don't believe he is, though. So, yeah.
1: Right. Well, even with that being said, I do have Carolina getting the win. And, it, and I think I know a lot of Philadelphia sports fans like to overreact. And so if you're one of those, maybe it's time that you panic after the football game here.
0: Yeah. I'm taking Carolina as well. Um, I, I Especially if Gilmore somehow plays this week, which I don't think he probably, he probably won't. Um, but he's, if he does, then it's, it's if him and McCaffrey play, it's going to be real bad. Um, if just one of them plays, it's going to be bad. And then if neither of them play, I still think they're going to win. Um, so, yeah, I got, I got Carolina moving to four and one on the year. Um, never thought I'd say that, but next game. um, we talked about this one team or both teams a little bit. Tennessee is going into Jacksonville. Uh, does Tennessee drop another game? They shouldn't drop.
1: Now I can't see it happening. While well, it'd be funny and I would actually say let's go Jags here because I, after last year, I lost pretty much all respect I had for the Titans. Um, I think they'll find a way to recover. Uh, you have Derek Henry in your backfield. I can't see two times against sleeper snoozer teams. So Titans will take it in Florida.
0: Yeah, I got Titans as well. Pretty much the same reasoning as you. Just yeah, I don't think we'll be close. Um, so pretty self-explanatory on that one. We'll get into four o'clock games now. Again, um only four or four o'clock games. I feel like there's always more. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just tripping. I don't know. Um but yeah, uh the first game of the four o'clock games though. Cleveland is going into LA to play the Chargers. Does Cleveland have enough firepower to outscore LA? I guess.
1: Well, I think that they hypothetically, theoretically do. I just don't I don't think it'll happen. I think Herbert will ride the Monday night victory and and be able to take it uh, another one in his home stadium. Um, especially after seeing Cleveland only being able to win by one score and putting up 14 total versus Minnesota, um, I think this is and, and the, the Chargers being able to beat the Chiefs. I think this is an example of a game where uh, it's two playoff football teams that that I can pretty much lock in here. Uh, but the winner will be the home team, and that's Herbert and Coa in California.
0: Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers as well. I th- I honestly think people aren't talking about this yet. The Chargers could potentially make a run as the one seed in the AFC. Um, I mean, they've only lost one so far. They beat Kansas City once already. I don't know. I don't exactly know how their schedule is the rest of the way. But Herbert looks for real. That defense looks to be Okay. But they got weapons all over that offense with Herbert. So I'm taking the Chargers in this one. And who knows down the line? But we'll have to, that that'll be something to look out for if LA can really make a run. Um, but now the next game is the counterpart of that game, the Monday night game, the Raiders. But they are hosting Chicago. So Chicago's coming in, I believe after off a win, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they whooped. Just let me look.
1: It was a Detroit that they beat.
0: Yeah, they whooped them, I think, right?
1: Uh, by 10, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, but it, I think it was early on, it was pretty ugly, I remember seeing. Like, David Montgomery. Well, David Montgomery is now out for a little while. Um, Do you think Chicago can go into Las Vegas and get a win?
1: Well, I would really like to see that happen. Um, I don't think it will. I think that it's just so uncertain with what fields can do. And he is being named the starter for the first time, I think in this much time in advance. Um, but I do have the Raiders recovering um, and, and being able to get the win versus Chicago. I just think that it's just that there's not enough chemistry yet with the Bears. And while I hope it does develop throughout the season. Uh, it's too early to say that there's enough to go ahead and beat the Raiders. So I have the black and silver uh, moving to four and one. Another example of maybe you didn't see it coming, but here we are.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders as well. Um, even though Fields is starting this week, I, I just can't believe Matt Nagy keeps ever opening his mouth. Um, I, I don't know if you saw, but he had a report saying, like, when Andy comes back, he is our quarterback. I, I just – I don't understand it, but, I mean, that's – yeah, that's just I, – I don't think Matt Nagy can be – John Gruden, I really don't. So I'm taking the Raiders. Um, the next game is a really good one, really really good one in my opinion. Um, could be the game of the week. We don't know. It's four o'clock, four twenty-five game. Um, San Fran is going into the red-hot Cardinals, and everybody in the league can see it. The Cardinals are elite on offense elite at defense. Don't really know yet. So who do you got there? Do you have San Fran pulling the upset in Arizona?
1: Well, I would actually like to see that happen. I don't, I have the Cardinals moving to five and zero. and what was really surprising to me is that while I'm not going to complain about it, seeing the bills at one and a lot of power rankings over Arizona being the better record. Um, and, and just coming off of a win against the Rams where we beat the Texans. I just, I don't actually see the logic there. And I hate to, go against my hometown teams i'm not going to complain about it but it's very surprising to see that but to further prove the point of rankings being a different way in my opinion arizona moves a five and oh and and takes down the division rival
0: um i actually got the 49ers in this one um i feel like this is just one of those games where arizona is going to play better but San france is going to somehow win um I don't I don't know. I just have a feeling about this game. Weird. Sam Fran always wins those weird ones, especially against Arizona or Seattle or whoever. Obviously they lost Seattle last week, but they're always weird games, those type of games. Um so I have the 49ers. I do I'm also gonna say this, Arizona first four or five weeks of last year as well. Their offense was going crazy also, I believe, the the first four or five weeks of last year. And everybody was like, oh, nobody's going to be able to stop them, and then they slowed down. I'm still not sold on the Cardinals. I do believe they're a playoff team. I'm not sold on them being a contender yet. Um, they'll have to beat teams like San Fran over these next few weeks. Um, so I'm taking the 49ers, but I do, I, I will be interested to see how Arizona if they can, again, put up however many points again um so there's that the last four o'clock game though it is the big rivalry that is not big anymore um the giants are going into dallas um this was i mean it's not even the biggest rivalry in their division that division i would say but it's a pretty pretty good rivalry in the nfl um I personally have, I have the Cowboys going. I, I mean, it's a pretty easy choice. I think Dallas looks like their offense is rolling, so I'm rolling Dallas. Um, But do you think the GMN have a shot?
1: Well, I think that you you can't say they have zero shot after doing what they did in another uh, dome stadium in Louisiana. I do think the Cowboys will be able to win. They were able to get the job done versus Carolina, um, so I think they should be able to get it done versus the Giants. So I think it will be a better game than people thought looking at it two weeks ago, given what the results were for each team last week. Um, so I could see this being like a one score or, or close to one score but two score game in favor of Dallas though. I do have the Cowboys getting the job done. And I think that that division will finally have like a usual normal division winner record, maybe something like 10 and seven, 11 and six uh, in, for Dallas's case.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. I think, we can see, I, I think Dallas is for real. Maybe that defense, I'm not 100% sure on still. Um, but, I mean, that offense looks good. Zeke looks good. Everybody looks good. Dak looks good. Um, so, another clean sweep. Uh, this other game, Sunday night, we're probably going to clean sweep it. But around the country, um, everywhere you see it, the Bills are f- not even – they're not favored. Uh, you do see some people giving us, a, giving us a shot, but again, they say, nope, the rematch was going to Kansas City. Everybody's saying that. Um, So I, I think I know who you got. I got the Bills. I think I know who you got as well, but go ahead. What are your thoughts on that game?
1: Well, it's interesting to see the line at what it is, and I'm sure it's because that is a proven franchise uh, Super Bowl appearances the past two years. Um, they have the star-studded players that they do. Um, I think that. It's, it's finally our time and I think we will be winning. The Buffalo Bills will win, but I'm gonna go for the hometown prediction, something along the lines of maybe 30-24 Bills. Um, um, I'm gonna take that as your final in Missouri and the, and the Bills move to four and one. And I honestly, hot take, maybe it's hot, maybe it's not. This will lock up the one seed uh, for the Bills. Um, I think that your biggest competitors would be the Chargers and the Ravens, but uh, I only see the Bills another Bills loss possibly being in Tampa Bay, um, and I think that while we don't play the Chargers or Ravens, things will fall our way uh, so that we get it done. So, game that has a lot of tell for the future, and I think it goes the way of the seven one six.
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't. The only thing I don't agree with there is I don't think it will be high scoring at all. I think it will be a grudge match. I really do. Um, I'm thinking 20 to 17, 2016, around there. Um, Just because, obviously, the Bills' defenses look good. And, again, for some reason, I think Allen or Dable or whoever it is, Something's gonna go weird on that offense, and I don't think we'll get it really going. Somehow, again, against Kansas City, we didn't. I don't know. I just it's one of the. I have that one feeling. It's just that feeling that it's gonna be a weird game, slow game, game that not everybody really expects it to be like. Um, but I do think we get out with the win. I think our defense is gonna play well enough. I think we'll get a couple turnovers, and as long as Allen doesn't turn the ball over, I think we win. Um, so it should be a great game though. Great game.
1: Just not a repeat of the first pass uh, last week.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. As as long as it's good weather there too. So, um, now in the Monday night game, the last game of the week, Indianapolis just got their first win. Finally, it's going into Baltimore. Um, who who you got for that one?
1: Here it's funny. It's the battle of the former franchise names and cities all being mashed together. Baltimore Colts, they become Indianapolis, then Ravens get the expansion, or actually, the Browns become the Ravens. Story for another day. But uh, I have this actually not as bad, but kind of the second uh, most lopsided game behind Miami and Tampa Bay in favor of Baltimore. I think this could look something like 30 to seven Ravens. Um, I'm not scared at all uh, if I'm a Ravens fan here. And I think Lamar and Co. get the job done in front of the, the national spotlight. In Maryland, so I have the Ravens winning uh pretty handily.
0: Um, I'm actually on Colts for a couple of reasons. One, because I feel like I haven't picked too many upsets this week, and I was looking at the schedule and I was like, Who, who could I see upsetting? And I it's a look, Monday night games, nobody ever really knows what's going to happen in those games. Um, I'm gonna go Indy though, just they looked at they were a team that people expected to make the playoffs this year, they're one in three. This is a, they, they really need to start pushing. And I think they are going to be come out. They're going to come out firing. They're going to come out really needing a win. Um, so I'm going to take Indy in the surprise upset against Baltimore um, in the Monday night game. So, all right, now we'll get in. We usually do these earlier, way earlier in the show. These are usually before we do our predictions. Um but we're going to do them now. The who sold, who went crazy of week four of the NFL. But doesn't necessarily have to be NFL players. We usually do NFL players, though. Um, you can go first for who went crazy.
1: All righty. Well, for my number one, it's going to be a guy that uh, I hoped wouldn't go crazy uh, a week ago. But I rooted for him this week. And, he, and in my opinion, he did. And it was quite the the interesting post-game interview to see um, going back to a a place. He spent a lot of time in, as I learned there, um, and that he really kind of had to find himself again and good for him. It's just a good for him story. Uh, You can't, you can't hate to see it. And that's Taylor Heineke um, of WFT. Uh, Great comeback win versus Atlanta. And I believe he ended the day with three touchdown passes and 200 and change yards. Great day for a quarterback of his caliber. So, my number one position of who went crazy is the Old, Domin- Old Dominion product, Taylor Heineke.
0: Yeah, I mean, not, not somebody that you'd expect to be on on this list too many times. Um, Maybe this will be his only time. Who knows? Um, But, yeah, Taylor Heineke gets the first who went crazy this week. Um, My first who went crazy, though, isn't even someone who necessarily went crazy on the field. Um Talked about him a little bit earlier, but Urban Meyer – Uh, didn't exactly go crazy in the best of ways, uh, but I mean, like I said, that video that is a little cringy, he was kind of going crazy, um, (laughs) it's all, that's really all you can say, we'll, we'll keep it a little, uh, PG for anybody listening, (laughs) but, uh, you can go check the video out, just viewer your discretion for, I guess, younger kids, um, I don't think we have any younger kids that really listen to this, but, Your discretion on that cringy video of Urban Meyer, but he definitely went crazy. So he's getting my first spot for who went crazy this week.
1: All righty. Well, for my number two, um, I'll I'll keep it on the gridiron uh, myself. And let's go with a non-quarterback position. And it's not a guy that I love to see on these lists. And it's kind of like him. Not really easy to root for, at least in my opinion. And that's Tyreek Hill. Um it's kinda like you, you can't stare at it and, and and not say anything. So what a performance fantasy wise, especially um for Hill in in Philadelphia. i um, I believe that ESPN wise for a, I don't know if you'd count on this PPR or not, but forty seven points, I believe it totaled that for Tyreek Hill. And he seems to be back if if there are any questionable um accusations of his performances. Well, those can go to rest.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it was forty seven and in- in ESPN. Um, yeah, he definitely did though. I mean, so that one the one player where he caught it, I think around 40 and outran every single person of the pylon. Just, I mean, just shows how special of a player he is. Um, well, it, This will definitely probably not be the only time he'll be on this list. Um, but my, my second who went crazy is somebody who I feel really bad for. That's how I brought him up for a second earlier. Had a great game and then it just some, something that you never want to see happen to players happened. Uh, David Montgomery, he was having a great game, and of course the injury happens. I believe he's out five to six weeks. I believe I saw, I saw
1: four five, but could turn it into six.
0: Yeah, so it's just tough to see, especially for a Bears team who just needs any any sort of positivity right now. Um, to see a running back like David Montgomery go down like that, and especially in a great game. Um, so David Montgomery's getting my second who went crazy spot this week.
1: Got it. Well, for my third, um, I, I, I usually like to spread around with positions, but there are just a handful of, of quarterbacks, signal callers that that really played up to it. And I'm gonna choose a guy that has been in the league for a while. I think. He's probably like the one, two, three, fourth, fourth or fifth uh, longest tenure quarterback. Um, and that's Matt Ryan, uh, even in the loss. So I actually picked the two QBs from that matchup. Even in the loss, he did a, a stellar job, um, honestly, for the Falcons. It was either three or four touchdown passes with a whole boatload of yards. And for a guy that doesn't often get talked about a, a whole, whole lot nowadays, uh, I thought I'd put him in the spotlight in the limelight. So Matt Ryan, have a day and uh, you'll take
0: my third spot. Yeah, I remember looking up at the scoreboard at the Bills game and seeing Matt Ryan. I, th- I believe it was four, and he had four times. And I was like, he's the best quarterback of the week so far. I mean, at that point. Um, so, yeah, Matt Ryan. Probably won't see him too much on this list either anymore, but Matt Ryan. Um, I'm between two for my last one. Um, I'm not going to – I think I'm going to go with – the one who has not been on it yet, who I should be on it for, honestly, his play the entire season. Um, and that's a counter, a brother of a Bills player, Stefan Diggs's brother, uh, Trayvon Diggs. He's just been balling out all season. I mean, I think he's leading the league in interceptions, I believe, with five um, in four weeks. he's He's got another one this past week, so he's been looking amazing. Good for the Diggs family, good for the brothers um i mean stefan had a great week this week as well my other pick was cordero patterson who also went crazy but he was on it last week i'm gonna go with digs this week he deserves it he i I hope he can keep it up all season even though he is on dallas and i'm not a big dallas guy um but i mean it's cool to see brothers going out there and balling out so i mean i guess you could do the digs brothers digs brothers Sure. sure is my third who went crazy surely um. All right. We're getting into who sold now. Uh. I'll, I'm gonna. I'll go first on this one. But um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Bill Belichick. Um. You might might not see him on this list a lot because he's obviously
1: very not often, right?
0: Yeah. He's he's one of the the greatest, if not the greatest, coach of all time. There. You can debate a lot of other coaches, but um, he sold because I, I don't know why you would kick the field goal there. It was his career long by, I believe, five to six yards. He's also an older kicker in a rainy game. Two minutes left, too. 2.16, I think, was on the clock. You're going to give Brady that much time, or maybe it was a minute. No, it was a minute left. minute left, but he had two timeouts. You're going to give Brady that much time to go back down the field and score, even if you do make this. Um, And obviously, they didn't. didn't. It shanked off the post, another doink. Um, You can only say that once in a row. You can never say that twice in a row. Um, But yeah, Bill Belichick, I really did not like the call, and I don't know, I think you put it in your young quarterback's hands, who's been playing great that entire game to go in and give him the shot to beat Brady um, and get that fourth down. So, Bill Belichick, my first who sold.
1: Yeah, not often that you see it, but deserves to be on it on uh, this week's edition uh for my first two sold i'm gonna have to go with a player that uh it's uh surprising that he's on this list and i don't think anybody would think that he would be on this list but i mentioned it before and i'm just gonna have to mention it again uh 30 34 yards is is what a stinker a snoozer of a day for dalvin cook um that he needs to be stepping up more versus a, a browns team that's yeah a playoff caliber team but uh if you haven't at that score late in the game. uh, And that's all you're gonna be able to offer. That's not what we like to see. So yeah, Dalvin Cook, the superstar who just couldn't quite get it all together for this week. would have to thank the rebounds for for next time around. And I don't expect to say his name again here. I hope I don't have to, but uh, just just too too highlighted to to leave behind for this week.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was just, I I expected him kind of actually to go crazy this week um, against Cleveland. I really did because he's been looking great all season. So, yeah, definitely great who sold there. Um, my second who sold is the entire Texans coaching staff, but mostly Mike Vrabel. Um, I, I, I just, again, they're, they're coming back every week, and they've gotten lucky twice, I guess you could say. Um, but how do you drop that game to the Jets? I don't know how it's even close, if you ask me. So Mike Rabel, I'm going to put it just Mike Rabel, just Mike Rabel, not the entire coaching staff. But you got to win that game. And I didn't watch too much of the game, um, but my uh, my roommate told me that it was just all just bad, bad play calling, bad coaching on the part of Rabel. So Mike Rabel, can't lose that game.
1: Yeah, for Tennessee, that's right. Um my third who sold is a guy that uh has will now be on this list uh every week, but surprising to see him on this week's edition of who sold, and that's Cooper Cup. Um I think he totaled 64 yards and that would be good for six point four points. And if you're not in a PPR league, that's pretty sad uh out of a guy that's done what he's done in the past weeks. So at least it will use it as a comparison. Um, 17 point loss to the Cardinals. Who would have thought three scores? Um, even in California, too. So, uh, Cooper Cup, yeah, buddy, you get on the list again, but uh, the wrong one this time. So, that'll complete for my edition of who sold.
0: Yeah, he, I obviously he, I watched that game. He didn't play well at all. He just had a lot of drops early on. Um, just didn't look like himself. I believe he actually finished with 11.4. Um, okay. I, I do have him in two leagues. I'm trying to look at it right now, but I believe it was 11.4. I could be mistaken. He ended up with, but still that's for what he's been doing. Um, Yeah, that's, that's not that great. It's below average. I think it was four catches for 64. So I believe it was 11. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was around 10 or 11 points. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, Cooper Cup definitely dropped balls. That was a bad game by him. I saw. I, I watched a lot of that game. It was just bad, bad, bad. Um, all right. So, my last who sold, though, between two again, just – okay, I'm going to give it to the guy who lost that week, like his team lost. Um, I was going to go Mike Williams, but his team won, so I can't really – he's just not a part of the game plan. Um, But I'm going to go with Teddy Bridgewater – um, I didn't expect a lot out of him, but that was bad. I believe fantasy wise, he also only ended with six points. I mean, I don't know who's starting Teddy Bridgewater, but um he just didn't didn't play well in a game that people were already throwing a lot of questions about out there about the team that Denver's got. Um, so Teddy Bridgewater's getting my third who sold.
1: Got gotcha. you. And what was interesting is that I think Drew Locke saw action in that game as well. Um, so a little split action there and they just couldn't get the job done versus Baltimore. Yeah. Well, is it time to move on to college football then?
0: Oh, did you, uh, I think you only did two. Cause I think I started who sold,
1: right? Um, I, I had, uh, you had, oh, 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 you know what? That, that is, that is my bad. Uh, I, I was thinking it was the same order as the other. Well, I guess to finish it off, it's a guy that's, it's like, you hate to pick on him, but it's too obvious to let go, and uh, that's Davis Mills. Uh, and, and it's kind of like picking the low-hanging fruit, I guess. So it's like, oh wow, but uh, you you can't let it slide. I mean, four picks, uh, a handful of turnovers that makes for, and uh, it just just an abysmal performance in the rain. Not that he's had experience, and so it's I almost feel guilty saying this, but it's just like. If, if other guys can let slide, this one
0: can't. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Can't can't can really argue much with that. <laughs> I mean, It was just bad. It was really bad, and I honestly felt for like I felt bad for him. Part of me felt bad for him. Um, but yeah, we can get into a little bit of college football now, though. Um, I was wrong on a lot of my picks, like a lot of them. Um. <laughs> Did not go well. I, I I had Maryland beating Iowa. That was bad. Iowa spanked spank them. I did have Georgia. I switched them last minute. Um, and then Notre Dame lost. That was bad. I had Bama, we both had Bama. That didn't exactly turn out the way we thought. Um, I had Baylor beating Oklahoma State, that didn't happen. I had Auburn beating LSU, which I, it did happen. Twenty A lot closer. Um, and then the last two I had, I had Oklahoma winning, which that was another, another game that was kind of close, I believe. Um, and then I had Florida beating Kentucky, and where is that? game?
1: I can't stop that one.
0: Yeah, I, that was another game that honestly, I think I don't know if you had, but I, I had Florida, so I went one, two, and six or seven. Not, not a good week for me in college football. So that that's a rough one.
1: I actually didn't calculate my uh, complete record, but I know I had Kentucky. Um, unfortunately, I had Ole Miss that didn't go right. I would add Georgia. Um, I, I had Notre Dame. What an upset for the Bearcats, holy cow. Um, I really hope that that's enough to get the playoff committees thinking about, at least, at least thinking about them. Yeah, maybe something will go wrong later in the year, but I hope that they're in the minds and they're not just, Oh, another small school. I hope that they really are, are in the minds of the committees there. And uh, as for Iowa, I did have them and what a shellacking that was. No magic in College Park for that. But uh, yeah, another great week college football that was. Uh, Georgia, of course, no worries there versus the Hogs. And uh, we, we see another great uh, slate of games coming up too. Uh, the Highlighted, in my opinion, by the 4-5 matchup in, in Iowa City, Penn State, Iowa.
0: Um, yeah, hold on one second. I'm just trying to look at something real quick. Can't even find it. Um. Penn State versus... Why is it not popping up on my screen right now? I'm trying to pop a preview. Um, if you want to give a little preview of that game, I'll find this.
1: Yeah, of course. Penn State, Iowa, the 4-5. Um 3-4. Oh, in- three,
0: four. Three, four. Iowa moved up to 3. It says on the website, at least, ESPN has them at 3 here. Um, could be wrong. I don't know if ESPN has that wrong, different than college football. But it says I was three and Penn State's four. Um, five, because I was looking for it and I was like, wait, where's five? Is Cincy. Cincy's up at five, it says Oklahoma State at six. So Cincy did get a little jump, um, if this is true, if I'm looking at it correctly. Um, and then they have Ohio State at seven, um, eight.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what? I think I was viewing the game before the rankings on Sunday came out. So that's my bad. So an even better matchup in Iowa um, that 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 creates. And uh, if you were to make a pick, uh, that's really tough. Uh, I would I would have to say go Penn State, but I want to give it to the Hawkeyes and and they will continue their march towards a playoff berth.
0: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. I, I would say go ben Penn State as well. Um, but I think I approved last week. Um, I went against him last week and it didn't work out good at all. Um, I hope it's a good game, I really do. It's at four o'clock. Um, I, I do love four o'clock college football games. Um, so, um, that's a, that is a big one three versus four. I'm gonna go with uh Iowa as well, but Penn State, I, I hope they can pull it off. Um, with next game, we'll, um, just a game that I look at here. Um, Georgia is going into Auburn. Uh number two versus 18. That is a three 330 game. Um, I mean, obviously I, I'm an Auburn fan, so I'm gonna pick Auburn. Um I don't don't know if that's gonna be right seeing what George did last week to Arkansas. Um, but I'm gonna pick Auburn in the upset. Hopefully they can win it in Auburn, but um yeah maybe maybe not coming right there but what do you think
1: yeah i'm gonna have to unfortunately crush some dreams here and take the dogs um i like both squads but if the dogs are able to do what they did versus arkansas that was uh, quite a game i actually would have probably had arkansas covering at plus 25 and a half and that would have missed by i think 12 points because it was 37 zip um i have the dogs probably rolling again though i will give Auburn some points I think it won't be a goose egg but I had the dogs winning by two plus scores
0: yeah all right uh is there another game you want to talk about then
1: uh yeah let's take a peek at the Red River Red River rivalry I've always played at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas and that Texas against Oklahoma I really cannot stand either team both teams are really annoying I I am not a Sooner guy and I am not a Longhorn guy by any means but I have it be an exciting matchup with the underdog taking the victory and that's Texas. If Oklahoma is going to struggle against West Virginia. And and I think they was only one score versus Kansas state. I finally think the balloon pops and the guys in burnt orange, get it done or white, whatever, whatever they're going to be wearing. But uh, the guys from Austin take it in their home state.
0: Yeah. I, with Oklahoma, my sister used to live in Oklahoma. So like I like, I have a hat of Oklahoma. Um, like I, I, but I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of Oklahoma. Um, but, the, I mean, I, I don't mind them. I, Texas, I really also – I don't like Texas. Um, and I do think it's going to be a close game because Oklahoma does not look like Oklahoma um, that people thought they would be. Um, so, I'm going to go with Oklahoma in a close one um, uh, just because I also think Texas is going to somehow Texas their way into a loss – um, so I mean that's that's good game, good twelve o'clock game. It's a great twelve o'clock game to have. Um, so but I'm gonna go Oklahoma. Um, so in that game, oh, yeah, I'm taking Oklahoma. Uh, next game, you're you you can pick the games. Um,
1: there you- let's go to a matchup also at noon of teams that are coming off of unfortunate losses versus the one and two teams in the nation, and that's the Hogs of Arkansas and the Ole Miss Rebels. Um. This game is an interesting one because it has a Heisman candidate that probably dropped out of it with the loss. And that's Matt Coral. But then Arkansas isn't. they are just That's just a cohesive team, in, except from last week. Uh, there's not like a huge star player, but I, I really like what they're doing there. Uh, and I really like both teams. I think it's at Ole Miss, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I'm going to say that team that maybe chemistry is, is what... Uh, the big factor is there, and the Hogs are going to go into Ole Miss and bring out a really big victory. Um, I'm a Hog believer. I always have been. So let's go Arkansas here, and I think they'll take it.
0: Um, I'm going to go with Ole Miss, actually, on this one. Um, just looking at last week, obviously Arkansas just got just, – uh, I don't even know what the correct word to use for it is, but they it didn't, it wasn't good. Um, and then obviously Old Miss, it wasn't even that good on the other side either. Um, but I believe El- I-, I believe that Alabama is the best team in the nation. I believe they're better than Georgia. And Ole Miss, I think, handled Bama better than Arkansas handled Georgia. Um, and it is an old Miss, so I'm going Old Miss. I think that it will be kind of an upset, I guess, 13-17, a little bit of an upset. Um, but so I'm going Ole Miss on that one.
1: All righty. Um, let's see here. Not necessarily a game to pick, although I guess it's semi-local. Just got to give some credit to the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Um, they believe they've shot all the way up to 19, if I'm not mistaken. So really surprising there out of the ACC, and they'll go into Syracuse, I believe. Um, and I, I have them winning, no worries. Uh, but always interesting what happens in Syracuse. We know that Clemson game a couple years back, they're number two and they go in and lose to the cues. Um, But I do have Wake Forest winning, but just, just a quick shout out there. And then also Coastal Carolina, just whooping teams left and right. And yeah, the opponents are really subpar, but it's going to be interesting when they play a better caliber team. I know they have Arkansas state uh, tomorrow actually, and I think they'll win that as well. But the game of circle coming up for them is Appalachian state. that will be a really good matchup in Boone, North Carolina. And we'll see what goes down there in a couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, that would do it for what I would want to take a peek at for this week's sleep.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I've, t- I've talked about a Coastal Carolina a little bit because so I just, I don't know. I like the small teams like that that are just random. And Coastal Carolina sounds like a fun little, little team to root for. So um, don't expect them to make any major jumps in the rankings. They, I mean, I could see them falling very fast if they lose one game at all. Um, but yeah, that's that's a game to watch tomorrow. That is a game tomorrow at seven thirty. Um, that's the other game that you were talking about, Wake Forest Syracuse. Um, I am, am going to take Wake Forest also. Um, but I mean, who knows? Maybe Syracuse can get it done in the dome. Um, we'll see. Uh, another game I wanted to highlight real quick: uh, Notre Dame going into Virginia Tech. They they're coming off a loss, off of. Two weeks ago, an impressive win. So they they have an impressive win and then a tough loss um, this past week. Virginia Tech, uh, you think they have at all a shot to win this game? I I think they, I really think they do, uh, personally.
1: I would say let's go Hokies, but I have the Irish winning. I mean, the Hokies lost to West Virginia, and I, I think the Irish realized that, well, we just could probably got knocked out of the playoff. So let's keep it, keep in contention for a near six bowl. And I think they'll recover in uh, Blacksburg and get the job done versus the tech.
0: Yeah. I, I think Notre Dame will win, but I, I don't think people, again, I'm, I'm Notre Dame fan, but I'm not sold on that team. I, I wasn't going into this past week, even though I picked them um, two weeks ago. I think I also picked against them when they whooped on, I believe it was, oh, I can't remember now, um, but whoever they whooped on two weeks ago, um, I, I picked them to lose. So, I, I mean, i just got sold on them. And I, mean, I could see Virginia. It's in Virginia Tech. Maybe there's an upset there. Um, we'll see. Uh, yeah, not not too many amazing games. Like, I mean, Boise State at number 10 BYU, that, that could be a good game maybe to look out for BYU's now in the top 10.
1: Um, I would love to see a Broncos win there. I have never really been a BYU guy, and I just really can't get behind the program for whatever reason. So while then inf- or Boise State has some had has has had some unfortunate losses, I would really like to see them get their program back on track. And while I'd love to pick them, I probably can't. I mean that's the number 10 team in the nation, but I hope a little bit of uh, the blue turf magic coming down to Utah and we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping for the same. I mean, I, I've talked about it a little before. I just growing up hopped on the Boise state bandwagon because of the fact that they had a blue field and they were really good when we were growing up, um, with Colin Moore, we talked a little bit about that, I think a couple episodes ago. Um, yeah, hopefully, I mean, Hey, go Broncos, you know, I mean, I'll be rooting for him. That's for sure. Um, all right. So we've been going for almost two hours, probably like an hour 40. Um, that's all the college football games I got that I really highlighted. I, you said you were done. Um, next week, we will get into a little hockey because hockey is going to be starting up next week. Um, maybe we'll talk a little college football. We might might not, just obviously with MLB playoffs getting going, and then obviously NFL week week five, we'll see. Um, but hope you guys enjoyed this week. Um, Hunter, you have any last words before I wrap it up real quick?
1: Not much, uh, and then just get ready for some NBA um, action coming fairly soon. I believe that's the 19th, so we'll throw that in there as well. Um, enjoy the MLB playoffs. Uh, love to see some big market teams falling, and, and we'll see what t- what transpires later. Uh, but Yeah, that'll do it for another edition of the Sports Lab.
0: Yeah, yeah, let us know, by the way, also guys, if you guys wanna be on the show. If you guys, I mean, we'd love to have you guys on, hear your guys' takes, um, get all that in. So let us know if you wanna come on. Um, let us know if you want us to talk about one sport more than the other. If we're talking too much NFL, if we're talking too much, not enough, whatever. Um, so let us know. Um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this week and you know, great week again. I mean, I say this every, at the end of every episode, but great week of sports again um, with a lot of, a lot of good games coming up and to finish it off, I'm going to finish it off by saying go bills. So Yeah.